0: Welcome, everybody, to The Outside Edge, a podcast from extreme athletes for extreme athletes and everything else in between. I'm your host, Dave Briscoe, joined by my producer, Happy Fast Fingers, Mikey Lee. Hello, everyone. What's happening, Mike? Oh, you know,
1: I'm all right. I'm yeah. trying to adjust levels because I remembered as we started the podcast that I had adjusted levels the other day and right. I forgot. So hold on, let me just try that again. That's been. a little better. That's a little better. Out of boy Congratulations.
0: So you know I'm, we're not going to spend much time on uh, small talk today because right. we've got a
1: huge guest today. Uh, I, well, they'll have to wait till the next episode to hear about my uh, voyage into the shitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, or maybe yeah. the bonus episode. Uh,
1: maybe the bonus episode because yeah. I got to tell you, I was covered in it. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. It's great. It's a great story. You'll just have to wait. Well, well that, I... <laughs> we got too many other important things. I'm to on do. pins and needles. <laughs>
0: I cannot wait on the edge of a seat. (laughs) Well, listen, uh, you know we've had a few uh, big names on the on the podcast in the past, you know, from the beginning, and uh, the gentleman that's coming on today is really kind of the reason that I decided to want to chase this dream to, to. To have that lifestyle. Right. And it was from uh, being back home and watching TV back when water skiing was still
1: on TV. It's just wonderful to know that even heroes have heroes. I know. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? (laughs) Oh, it's so nice. (laughs) So a few accolades. This
0: gentleman started water skiing in 1969. He competed in slalom tricks and jumping in Junior Boys, Boys, and Men's One. He started show skiing in 1982 at Cypress Gardens and stayed there for 18 years. He comes from a huge stock of water skiers. His mother, Barbara, and he were first parent-sibling duo to be inducted into the Water Ski Hall of Fame. Kind of a big deal. Helped invent and competed in the freestyle jumping event on the Pro Tour for 16 years, where he won an unprecedented 17 consecutive tour stops and recorded a 10-0 record in 1985. Longtime record holder for the 2Ski, 720, and the Mobius, uh, he rode for president uh, the president of Beirut in eighty three. Beirut in eighty three. Uh, it's Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> you are close. King Hussein five times where he used to give Rolexes for everybody that skied with him. Uh. The Queen of England in Australia. Oh,
1: it, it's it's her husband, Moonface.
0: You're so close. Uh. You're so close. His Hollywood debut, get this. So he his Hollywood debut performed in water ski stunts in the movie Meatballs. Remember oh the movie God, Meatballs? Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. And
0: Smoky and the Bandit Three. Wow. And arguably one of the best guys ever to hold a handle behind a boat. Bert Reynolds second cousin. Even better. Ladies and gentlemen, Scotty Clack.
2: Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, my right. gosh.
0: What's up, Scotty? Do you remember all that stuff?
2: You dug up some dirt, man. That, <laughs> that was that was funny. That was good.
0: Wow. <laughs> We're just getting going and now now it gets even thicker. I brought somebody into the studio today that is a blast from your past, and you're going to have to three guesses to try to guess who this is.
3: Here you go. You were the first person I skied against in 1975 at the Gold Coast two-round trick and jump. Any guesses?
2: Oh, my
0: gosh. Okay, second clue.
3: Second okay. clue. We competed against each other on the tour.
2: Joey Allo man Oh my god
3: look at that <laughs> What's up huh? Scotty? Oh,
2: yeah. What's going on?
1: How you doing man? You got it right. <laughs>
2: That's awesome. Hey, listen, oh, that's, re, real hey, listen I, this is funny stuff. I just saw pictures of you, the Elvis dude in the SeaWorld oh, show. Oh, was,
3: my God, Johnny Stingray, yeah. my yeah, uh, that was awesome. My son and I were cleaning out our uh, storage unit, and uh, that was at actually at the Orlando International Airport for like three years. It was a promo for Beach Blanket, and uh, I had two of them. The other one got destroyed, and I was really happy to find that one again. But, yeah, that's pretty funny stuff.
2: <laughs> that's great. That hair, dude, that was awesome. Oh, I know. I could Back then, I could
3: almost do it without the wig. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, real real How quick. How in the world are you? I'm good. How are you, man?
2: I'm doing great, man. This is fun. Yeah. This is hey, cool. Hey,
3: real quick, I got to tell you, I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, that very first tournament, I don't know if you remember, it was the Gold Coast two-round oh, trick yeah. and jump. Uh, Delray Beach, Florida. I, I stole was, your
2: skis. That Well, <laughs> that was later
3: on in the, in the uh, uh, Florida State Championships. But uh, it was my first tournament, and I was a little scared because it was the first tournament and whatnot, and I called the tournament director, which was Charlotte Melchers. How uh, old were you guys? 13, I think. 13 years old. 13 years old. And uh, I was talking to her about it, and she looked down the roster. She goes, well, there's only one other guy in jump, Um, so the worst you can do is second place. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And she goes, yeah, well, the guy's pretty good. Uh, He's Barbara Cooper's son. And I was just like, holy crap, I might get to meet Barbara Cooper, (laughs) which I did. And your mom, your mom was great. Um, always has been, um, just quick question. What was it like growing up being the, uh, son of an icon? She was the very first water ski icon that I ever met. And, uh, just wondering, was it something that she pushed you into, or was it something that you just did and she supported you with?
2: No, yeah, it's funny. That's a great question. Um, I don't even think I really knew how really good she was. or didn't, didn't, well, I knew how good she was because I knew, I watched her win and I watched, but I, I didn't, the magnitude of it didn't set until later in life that you're like, wow. You know, she was a real, um, I, I guess, you know, the first woman ever to jump a hundred feet. She broke the record in jumping at 111 feet at 28 miles an hour on a five foot ramp on a pair of, wooden ramp masters.
3: yeah that's wow. yeah, that's smoking that's yeah. what i was thinking
0: so that's now when i was reading this morning it looked like she broke the record in 1950 the first time was that right
2: that would have been maybe in june when she was younger It's 71 at the masters i believe is when she broke when she jumped the
0: 111. 111. Believe. So it looked like, yeah. I was reading this morning, there was a Cypress Gardens first, and it started like all yeah. the way back from 1946. And it said that the first woman to break 100 feet was in 1950, which must have been your mom, but then broke the 111 record. But I was going back to 1950 in my head going, oh my God, these must have been wooden skis. I don't oh, know that I could yeah. jump 100 feet on the ramp masters on a five foot ramp.
2: <sighs> Those things are like, Boomerangs, they were. You talk about getting on a ski, they Tried Try to go find. I've got my original. Listen to this I still have my original, um, orange ramp master cut down ski that I learned how to jump on. No, I say I have one of them, the other one's broken. But that's yeah, that's funny.
3: That's funny, Scotty. I've got my original pair of aqua sports that I learned to jump on. <laughs> So, awesome. And I remember I was telling Dave this morning, I remember, um, I think it was a tour stop in Orlando. Your, your mom was there and we're all in the ski tent. It was me and Camille Duvall and Dina Brush and Andy, the Shaylanders. And your mom was telling us how at the beginning of the year she would go to the Cypress Gardens factory and spend the entire day going through all the jumpers to find three of them that had the same rocker and the same weight and whatnot. Yep. It was just a whole, whole different time compared to what uh, you and I did. Oh, no
2: kidding. Yeah, getting back to your question though, I she did not force me into skiing at all. I, you know, we we grew up. Well, I grew up traveling around like we all did. I you did the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, we got we traveled to all the tournaments all over the place, and there weren't pristine, you know, three event sites, you know, like they are today. You know, you just went to wherever the buoys were and the jump was, and hang on and good luck. But <laughs> you have to, you know, but. We, you know, we got a motorhome. You know, we were blessed to have a motorhome and drove. I mean, it was it was us and the, I mean, Camille and Sammy and you know the whole Duall family and that clan and Dina and everybody up there. All those families, as kids, we just we were just a bunch of friends hanging out. And I just remember going down to Miami and spending time at the ski club down there. And my mom was a stewardess back in the day, so. Uh, she was based out of Miami, so I skied down in Miami at Miami Ski Club for, you know, most of my young career down there. Even though I was, you know, lived in Lakeland and bounced back and forth to live with my grandparents while she was traveling. So, but we traveled all over, and we were kind of. I, I just hung out, and when it was my time to ski, I'd go ski. But I was more, I was really playing baseball and hanging out with Dave Hutchinson and Cindy. So it was oh, wow. Cindy Hutchinson before Cindy Todd, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day. So, yeah, we just I just enjoyed traveling around the country. And, and then I didn't really take it serious um, man, until I got to high school is really when I said, yeah, it's, you know, I better figure out what the heck I'm going to do when I graduate. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and it was
0: just playtime. So it's I read this morning that you started jumping at 11. And that was is that when you started competing?
2: Yeah, if you're gonna do it, you might as well just go compete. Right? There what the hell? Compete.
0: Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I easier. mean,
2: it, it was well, kind of like Joey said. There really wasn't a whole bunch of us out there doing it. So yeah. when you're 11 years old, there's not too many people. So you're gonna, you just go, go out there and hack it and see if you can ride away. Right on,
3: <laughs> right on. So a uh, quick story, um, Scotty and I, I, I. How many tournaments do you think you and I skied against each other from boys through the tour? It was probably oh, God. Uh, probably close to 100. I would think.
2: I would bet. Yeah, Yeah. I would. Yeah.
3: So anyway, it's uh, 1978 or 1979, Florida State Championships on Lake Ivanhoe. Um, (laughs) Scotty's first jump comes in late, clips the side curtain and breaks his fin and doesn't have a spare. And I think back then we had like three minutes before you get back on the water. So I hand in my skis, say, here, go ahead and use these. And the booger goes out and beats me on my own skis. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what a kick in the ass. <laughs> but I mean, that's what you did back then. You know, we were all, it was, it yeah. was all a friend, friendly competition. Um, so, um, so, Hey, I, another question for you. Um, I know, I know for me it was, uh, I met Andy Hansen uh, at the Florida show tournament and immediately I wanted to become a show skier. What, what got you into that? What, what made you want to become a show skier? Oh,
2: it's funny. Um, I really didn't want to become a show skier. Um, I thought. I, I don't know. I, I was really starting to, I really wanted to ski three event and I wanted to go into open. I was, ch- you know, we all chase Sammy. Right. And, right. um, I, I just wanted to kick his butt and, and I just wanted to train real hard. And he always had the upper hand. He was going to Jack Travers. And, um, I actually won an opportunity to go to Jack Travers place. And I just, you know, I thought, I just want to try to beat him. Because uh, he was like the, you know, if you could if you could beat Sammy, you're doing. And still to this day, that guy, a, He was just a, a stud and a rock star when it came to that. He's, you know, he was the one who. Anyway, that's a whole another story. Just a good friend and a mentor, and was really good to me going through through the years of skiing. The whole family was, and. Um, so yeah, was I, the I gardens? I wasn't into show skiing. I was into three event stuff, and. It's funny you bring up Andy Hansen. I, I graduated high school. And I said, gosh, I, was, I started going to junior college, and I said, man, the only way to compete, I didn't, you know, I was like, maybe I could just go try out for SeaWorld because SeaWorld had all the cool stuff. Big stadium, they they were doing some, you know, the gardens was pretty, you know, it was a standard hardcore show, and SeaWorld guys looked like they had a lot of fun. So Andy Hansen was the show director over there. And I went over, and and uh, I got an audition over there, and, uh, It's kind of weird because Andy says, okay, um, we're going to put you, you know, we're going to hook you up with one of these, one of the guys and, you know, got your resume. I see, you know, you can jump and trick and barefoot and slalom. It says you can do that. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to do a, once you're going to do a slalom dock start. Okay. And then just ski around the show circle. And then I want to see you do a step off and barefoot and go around the show circle. And so I did that and go, okay, we're going to put you on a pair of jumpers. Listen, do not do anything. I just want you to just ride over. Don't cut at it. Don't do anything. If you cut at it, we're going to send you in and we're going to cancel the whole deal. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I could jump 150 feet, and you want me to ride over the ramp? I didn't. I never understood it. And um, so anyway, I guess I was a cocky 18 year old at that time, and we, you know, we did the whole deal and uh, came back in, and uh, he said, "Well, you did what you could do. Good job." He says, uh, you you're a little small." Um, I was really small at that time and he says, um, want to put you in our training program and then uh, we'll see if we can, if you can make the team. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm not gonna go any dang training program. So I drove back down to Cypress Gardens and talked to my mom and and, and she says, why don't you go, I'll make a call over to Lynn and see what he's got going. So I went to Lynn Novikovsky and, and, um, he says, well, listen, i tell you what we'll do. Um, I've seen you ski. Um, why don't why not we'll put you in the trick act? You can trick back and you know do a trick run back and forth. But I want you to be you got to be the OB. You got to work your way up, and so you got to pick up skis, you know, during the show, and then do the trick act. Go pick up skis. So that's what I did.
0: What were you doing for you trick then? We we did you have a flip on the trick yet, or what were you doing? Yeah,
2: on? I had a, I had, a flip, I had both flips. I had a uh, I had back flip and front flip. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: So Mike, you know, so that's what I did. I mean, Lynn Lillikoski hired me at the Garden. I picked up skis. That's how I started out.
0: No
3: kidding. And, and Andy missed out. Wow. You know, it's funny. I, I had almost the z- same exact uh, audition that Scotty did, except that Andy had seen me ski uh, in our ski club, and he knew I could do helicopters, so he let me do the helicopter. And then same, awesome. same thing. He told me, well, we're going to put you in the training program. A week later, Laura Daunt called me up and said, hey, we need a skier in Ohio. Can you come? So that, that that was how so I So why got do you involved. think
0: that was? Did they just have
3: too many skiers at the time or I mean, doesn't make sense. I, I don't I think it's a uh, they don't want you to get injured. And you know, they, a lot of people can't do ride overs and they say they can. I've I've seen plenty of people come to auditions at SeaWorld and Crash. Right. I don't
1: I don't know anything really about how the, the water ski world works, but uh, as an improv and comedic actor for over twenty years, I uh, I called up Sack Comedy Club in Orlando. And I said, hey, I'd like to come out and audition. You know, I've been doing improv for pretty much my entire professional career. I think at that point it had been like 12 or 13 years. Right. And, um, and I was like, you know, I've got this under my belt, 10 years doing shows around the country. Um, I'd like to come over and just audition and, and you know, and, and maybe, you know, join the club. And they go, yeah, we don't do that. Um, you'll have to start at the bottom. And you'll have to train to be an improv actor and you'll have to pay us two hundred and fifty dollars uh, for every really? eight week oh, class. Man. And I said, yeah, you guys can go eat a dick. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, so I didn't do anything with them. And now I know I, I do a morning yeah. radio show. But it's like there are those kind of organizations or those kind of people where they're like, we don't care what your experience wow. is. We don't care how much, you know, or how, what you can do. We have a program, and yeah. in order to get it on this team, you have to go through our program. and wow. I hate those places. I do.
0: That's crazy. So what happened then? So you're so you're at the gardens. You're 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 tricking in the show, and you're picking up skis and rolling ropes. And mm-hmm. and how, wh- what are you? at? You're 18 at the time.
2: Yeah, right out of yeah, 18, 19. Yeah, and then um, yeah, but well, and I was only I graduated high school. I started school early, and I graduated. Um, early seventeen so I was eighteen, but i was um had an April birthday so I was really little i graduated a hundred and ten pounds wow. five foot four um and then I just grew real quick i got I, I went i grew taller but i didn't have any body weight i was a i think i weighed 100 a 130 pounds at eighteen years old or something like that I mean wow. you know and i had You know, girls were taller than – or as tall as I was for sure. And, and, you know, they're looking – you know, SD was the – you know, slalom doubles, man. You got to go learn slalom doubles. I'm
0: like, oh my. Yeah, you're the same weight as the girl on your shoulders taking off the dog. This is
2: just crazy.
0: Yeah. That's funny. I was very similar when I showed up. But um, that's crazy. So so then what happened from there? How did it – how did that evolve into freestyle jumping and – I mean, you really are a huge part of the beginning of freestyle jumping, the rules, the scoring, yeah. and and everything. So talk about that for a minute.
2: <clears throat> yeah, so the SeaWorld Connection continues because um, – and I'll, I'll revisit that. So bear with me because this is going to take a little bit. Um, take your time. So, you know, and you remember this too, Doug. You know, you had the e-boat drivers that would come over and ride in the show. And they always had – a lot of those guys and gals had aspirations of being in the show, right? They sure. just – the gardens was a different, was two different structures. SeaWorld was super structured. They, and the gardens was just hardcore. They were like, you know, 10, 12, two and four, you're going to grind it out. This is what you're going to do. You're going to do everything in the show. You wanted to be what they call the ski one. Right. Yeah. So when you, 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 there wasn't any, there wasn't really, we're going to hire you to do this specifically. Your goal was to do it all. So, um, Paul Merrill was uh, was skiing at the time, and Paul was a three event skier and a family friend. But he was also that dude. I mean, he was—I don't know—he was two hundred and some odd pounds and just rock solid, you know. And every he intimidated everybody there. You know, don't get my hair wet. You cross underneath me, you get spray on me. I'm going to take you out. Blah blah blah. (laughs) You know. Um, I was never intimidated by him because I grew up with him. He was just a good friend. But I, I say that just because the discipline that those guys had you had big guys you had you know kevin gunther kevin collins you know matt babel it's the list goes on these guys were but they were three event skiers too or at least they were jumpers you know the gardens dudes would show up to a tournament and they all had matching gear and i'm like wow okay yeah they and you had just, to earn
0: your like, place with those guys those were the guys oh yeah had, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah 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 you didn't that yeah you weren't in the club you 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 yeah, you were definitely the rookie until proven uh,
0: otherwise.
2: <laughs> otherwise right. so,
3: we we had a similar yeah. thing at SeaWorld. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I, hey, and listen, I still walk around covering my butt, too, just from experience <laughs> in SeaWorld. <laughs> 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 to this day, I get out of the shower. Today. Yeah. At home. So, yeah, It's funny, yeah, because since said, Joey was on the podcast before, I know that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Um so quickly i i was training for still training for tournaments so um you know i do the pickup boat and during the show and pick up all the skis and learn how to roll ropes the right way and all this all the little intricacies that went on and then afterwards after the show was over after the four o'clock show everybody would leave well we had free reign to use the boats and to ski as much as we want so i would you know i a couple of e-boat folks would come over and um they were trying to train and I, I asked them, Hey, will you pull me jumping? And, uh, I want to learn how to do alleys and flips and stuff. So, um, I've been jumping since I was 10 and I could jump 150 plus, you know, right then. And so I just hit the ramp fast and being on the ramp, Joe, you know that you've come I mean, at, you were over the ramp a bazillion times before you ever got to show skiing. So mm. it, we were real comfortable on the ramp. Um, I learned a heli really quick, like first try I went over, I landed on my skis and, and it was pretty easy. Um, and um, I just practiced, then I started practicing the different spots cause we had the marks on the ramp. So I just started practicing all the different spots, where to hit, where to go, you know, inside out, second, third spot, fourth spot, learning all that as quickly as I could. Um, I think the second week I went out and tried flips and um, I didn't have anybody really teaching me because the guys ebo drivers didn't know. I just kind of watched it in the show, and um, I think I landed. I landed on the first try because I'm just real comfortable doing them. But I think second or third try I rode away from it. Um,
3: Wow, on a front flip that not many people have gone through that. Well, you know, Scotty says that back back when we were show skiing we didn't have a lot of people we could go to and say, right. Hey, how do you do this? We we had to go figure Trial it out, especially yeah. when you were doing stuff like mobs and seven twenties, nobody did them. Right. Right. So it was, right. Uh, there was, there was a lot of, uh, crashing and, and well, I, gotta, I can't do that again. Got to try it this yeah. way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was just, you know, you just did it. You just tried it. Um, so I learned flips and helis real fast and, and it was, I was pretty comfortable doing them by myself after, you know, after work. And, uh, one of the e guys told, uh, told Nova or told one of the guys that I learned, I, I could do it. And, um, I didn't dare ask to do it in the show. <laughs> I just, I get, she get, get killed. But, um, anyway, he said, Hey, go out and go show me what you could do. So I went out and, you know, did a heli and did a flip. He goes, Oh, cool. You're the, what, so, you know, here's the deal. The Cypress Gardens way is four o'clock show is it's, it's you, That's where you're going to get thrown in. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. Uh,
2: so, four o'clock show. Okay. Hey, you're in the show. Okay, cool. What do you mean I'm in the show? You're jumping. What what do you mean? I'm, yeah. <laughs> Just go do it. Okay. <laughs> so I went out with the guys and, and, um, who, who Paul are you, who are you with on that first show?
0: That. Yeah. Who are the guys at first show next to you? Do
2: you uh, know? And I know it was Merrill because I know he was in it, but you you I would have had Kevin Gunther, Kevin Collins, Bablitz, those guys, you know, oh, it any number. I can't remember exactly who it was. But I know Merrill was out there.
0: Did they mess with you on the way into the ramp?
2: No, no. They, they let no, you they alone? Really
0: didn't. Oh, you lucky bastard. They let me
2: alone. Well, I think yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that all changed later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um but I I I, I skied the uh, I, you know, you're going in the Two spot, that's where you're going to go. That's where you're starting. You go in the two spot. And I remember Merrill. Merrill would always go in the four spot, but he decided to slide in, and I think he was next to me in the three spot. And then he says, I'm going to tell you right now, do not hit me. <laughs> do not hit me during the four, during the helis. I'm like, oh, God. I was. I, I was a little intimidated at that time because I'm like, I just wanted to ride away from it. Right. Anyway, Yeah, so I had a, I had a stand-up show, and it, uh, it was cool. It was one of those things where I was... And, they, it, and it was kind of one of those slap you on the shoulders. Hey, good job, man. Yeah. I mean, there was no, right. I, I was waiting. Nobody celebrated with me except for me. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Like, Do you, I remember the first time, remember the first, the first time you have other ropes cross the ramp in front of your skis on the three and four Holy, spot Yeah. Isn't that, you think you're
2: going to hit them. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bizarre. <laughs> hey, so bizarre.
3: Hey Scotty, really quick. When you started for Cypress gardens, what was your pay?
2: Oh, wow. Wow, that's a good question. Maybe seven bucks
3: an hour. No, I don't think it was that much. We we, we, we no talked way. about it. Might have been that. Yeah, much. Yeah, we. I started at SeaWorld. I was three fifteen an hour, and that was in. No, back, you're probably
2: right. Yeah, because I'm thinking back to, to as I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're. Yeah, once you, yeah, no, once you made right, ski it was, one, whatever minimum wage was. not Yeah,
0: yeah, probably three and three and a quarter or something. Three like bucks that. an hour. I didn't yeah. really care. Why didn't, yeah, we you didn't, didn't care. Ski. You had free use of boats, she, right? You're getting paid to ski. Yeah. Yeah, free gas. So, so then, so, okay, so now you're jumping in the show. And when do gainers come in?
2: Well, here, so this guy by the name of Mike Body came over. Um,
3: Mike and I are really good friends.
2: And Mike Body, um So so Kevin Gunther, uh, Mark Jackson was skiing the show, too. Yeah, Mark was one of those studs, too. Um, right. But Mark Jackson, his gainer was just ridiculous. He... He would come at it hard. Uh, Rob Beeman. So here's yeah, Rob Beeman, Mark Jackson, Mike Body. Oh, Rob um, Beeman was guys, a man
0: rocket back in the day. I mean, he was the, you know, he could have been on Hollywood.
2: Let me, let me tell you about Rob Beeman. Well, I'll tell you that story in a minute. But, but, just, <laughs> but, but you know, cause he, it was, it was pretty funny. Cause once I got better, you could, like we could do this stuff. But, um, Mark Jackson, I watched him, um, doing gainers and he, cause he came from a snow ski background. They were doing that snow and it, it was just a gorgeous gainer. And he'd hit it hard. Mike Body was the smoothest. I, Glenn Thurlow was another jumper, long distance jumper. That was the smoothest guy I ever seen come off a ramp. Right. But Mike Body was like that in a freestyle standpoint. He was just real, his transition was super smooth. And I said, man, I want to do gainers like that guy. That guy is, he is, he was super cool super chill guy, just easy, nicest guy in the world you'll ever meet. And I said, I'd, I I want to learn, I want to learn gainers. And so it was Mike Body, Mark Jackson. Um, those were the guys that really helped me. But Mike was the one who taught me, okay, here's how I want you to try it. Cut across the wake and then throw the rope. Right. So that's how, so I came across the second wake through the rope and, and I think I just hucked it and I'm sure I landed on my head. Yeah, I just completely <laughs> went upside down and stalled and landed on my head. Right. Um, and I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> and they say, okay, try it again, but here's what you need to do. Push your hips. And I think the third try, I came around and landed on my feet.
0: No kidding. Um,
2: and it, and I picked him up real quick. And then he said, okay, good, hand, hold on to the handle. But once I held on to the handle, that made all the difference in the world. Yeah, did they like, give okay, you gainer trainers
0: or are you still on 72-inch jumpers? Or you, no yeah.
2: seventy two. There was none of that nonsense. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you, you hey, you just give you go out there on what you got. Yeah, and there was none of this. But um, we did have seventies back then, and I I ultimately moved back down to seventy. But all I had was my distance jumpers because that's all I skied on. Sure, and I was comfortable on those, so that's what I learned on. So I yeah, I learned the I, anyway. I do this real quick. I learned the gainer and and got to doing it really well and had my own style and my own. Um, so I I felt real comfortable doing that. So I could do flips, helis, and gainers. Jimmy Casada. These names just keep popping into my head. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Casada, Jimmy Casada, Rob Beeman, um, and 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 Jackson. Mark can do them occasionally, but Jimmy Casada could do seven and twenties, and Beeman could do them as well, but. I said, man, I want to learn how to do seven. Well, I could do fives, you know, on a trick ski. Sure. So, you know, you knew how to handle pass pretty decent. So um, I never thought about doing a double wrap. I just, you know, wanted to do a handle pass. And uh, I tried seven. I was watching Jimmy, and I tried sevens. And and they came pretty quick. They came really easy to me. Um, What weren't real hard, because I'm used to spinning on trick skis so much. Um, I don't remember how many times it took me to do it. but. Um, so all of a sudden I was doing everything everybody could do in the show. Um, and we do flip heli gainers and I do sevens in the middle, um, oh, no kidding! messing with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, it just, it would just, you know, it was just fun, you know, just throwing it and just doing stuff.
0: Wow, everybody! As predicted, the that interview went longer than we expected, and what an amazing interview! And we're going to continue part two of this interview in the next episode. We really appreciate you listening, Joey. Thank you so much for coming down. Anything to promote?
3: You know, it was great to be here. Yeah. Hey, uh, Wayne was right; that blow bucket works. I'm down from thirty fours to thirty twos. You should see Joey. He looks so much different. He's been blowing in the blow bucket.
0: He's been doing the sh- the yeah, hockey tape bottle two liter bottles and shaking them and Mike you and I have to get on it brother oh dude I need to get on it so bad (laughs) hey (laughs) patreon.com forward slash the outside edge we if you want more videos we did the one video episode that everybody loved it is very expensive to do it so if you want to see more of that we need you to get on the patreon account it's only two dollars a month please get on there and we can show you more we can bring you more more boat footage more video and more live stuff uh, really appreciate your time being on. Mikey Lee, got anything to plug, brother? Yeah.
1: I mean, oh, God. Hey, hold on. Wait, I got my microphone off. Uh, make sure that uh, you stay tuned because in two days, we're going to conclude our conversation with Scotty. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it what was it, fantastic. What an awesome, it was awesome. It was so awesome. So yeah. make sure that you stay tuned. That is going to be a free episode. And then we'll do a bonus this weekend. We'll do a bonus as well. Scotty already said he'd come down and would do it. So
0: thanks, everybody. Appreciate your time. We'll talk to you next time on The Outside Edge.